Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Samantha De La Heron, and welcome to this week's episode. This week's episode is on Burton-esque and what it is, so um, stay tuned for that answer. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys uh, stick around because it's going to be a good one. It'll be interesting. We are going to be discussing some of Tim Burton's films, what Burton-esque is, and what this article had to say about it because I thought they did a lot of their research and I think it um, made a lot of sense and I agree with a lot of it. And then that will continue on to our other segments. So before we get to that, we have to talk about last week's riddle. So last week's riddle was, what can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? And the answer, did you guys guess? (laughs) It's a promise! You can break a promise without breaking it up or, I mean, breaking it up. You can break a promise without picking it up or touching it. And stay tuned for this week's riddle. So, some films by Tim Burton, who we've all heard of, are Beetlejuice, Dark Shadows, Sweeney Todd, Edward Scissorhands, Sleepy Hollow, Frankenweenie, The Corpse Bride, Alice in Wonderland, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Nightmare Before Christmas, Batman Returns, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and there are so many others like Mars Attacks I didn't list on here, but I really love that film and I really didn't know that Tim Burton uh, made it, so I thought that was awesome. Okay, now to what we're actually here for, um, Burton-esque and what it means. So, Burton-esque basically means a film or film style reminiscent of Tim Burton. I mean, obviously. (laughs) Tim Burton's style can usually be described as gothic or, um, even with some German expressionism, and why don't we get right into that. So I used this article by Bold Entrance, and it didn't have any kind of author listed. It just said admin, and I couldn't really figure out who that was and whatnot. So if anybody knows, um, let me know so I can give them proper credit. I will link the article in the show notes, so go ahead and check it out. It has way more on there than I mentioned in this episode, and I think everyone should go give it a read. It's really, really fascinating. And they link videos, which will help you kind of understand a little more because it helped me, so go ahead and check that out. So this article mentions that Burton-esque embraces German expressionism, and you can totally see this in its set design by like the crooked sets, and it's super theatrical and exaggerated, and the backdrops and landscapes have high color contrasts and jagged edges, and some are really rounded edges or there's tilted pieces everywhere. It's very, very comparable to Metropolis, Nosferatu, and The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. These are all films from the 20s and the silent era, and they're really cool if you go give them a watch. I watched them in film school, and it was really fun (laughs) to see how far we've come and also where all of our storytelling in film really comes from. Batman Returns, which came out in 1992, has some like nearly copied establishing shots of buildings from Metropolis, which came out in 1927. And if you see the video um, that was in this article, you can totally see that the similarities are uncanny. It's so interesting to watch and it's super cool because it shows that inspiration can come from anywhere and from the past as well. 
Now moving on to lighting in terms of German expressionism. In Tim Burton's films, there's dark, large shadows and silhouettes, and it's very, very high contrast, almost like film noir in like a sort of kind of way. And some scenes from Vincent in 1982 are almost identical to those from Nosferatu in 1922. And it's crazy because you can totally see how similar, and you can see, I think Vincent was one of Tim Burton's very first uh, films that he came out with. It's an animated short, and you can totally see Tim Burton's mind at work, and it's the Tim Burton we all know, so he's been like this since a baby. So it's really, really interesting to see, and I would definitely go check it out. And there's some German expressionism inspiration in his characters as well. They all typically have white, pale faces with dark, hollow, and sometimes haunted eyes. And they're just a trademark of Tim Burton's films at this point. But they are very, very similar to some German films of the 20s. Particularly the character Cesar, one of the characters from The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which came out in 1920, has long fingers and a very long skinny body dressed all in black and it's basically a copy <laughs> to a copy and paste for um, Edward Scissorhands uh, which came out in 1990. Many other characters share this same kind of features such as Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory which came out in 2005, Barnabas in Dark Shadows in 2012, Victor in The Corpse Bride 2005, and Victor in Victor <laughs> 1982, Sweeney Todd, Beetlejuice, The Penguin, there's so many, like, you can just pick them. I think even the Mad Hatter has this kind of white makeup look. His eyes, his eyes are colored, but they're still very dark and kind of haunted. Now moving on to the gothic aspects of Tim Burton's films. In all areas of it, from lighting and architecture and set design, you can see gothic elements everywhere, and they do take over his films a lot, especially in Batman Returns. Gotham City as a whole represents gothic and it's like whole genre and the <laughs> the buildings of the architecture completely. You can even see this in Sleepy Hollow, Dark Shadows, Sweeney Todd. There's a ton and if you watch them again with this in mind, you'll totally notice it. That's going to about wrap it up for that side of this week's episode. If you guys want me to do a deeper dive into this and going on to um, him being a film genius like I've done with Jordan Peele and Wes Anderson, uh, let me know and I'll do it. It was a lot of fun to research, so I would love to get into that. But now for everyone's favorite segment, This Week in Film History. So today I'm recording this on May 24th, uh, 2021. And on May 24th, 1989, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, directed by Steven, Steel Steven Spielberg and produced by George Lucas, premiered, which I think is super cool. I love the Indiana Jones franchise, and I would love to do an episode on that, so let me know if you would want one. And on May 26th, 1907, John Wayne, whose real name is Marlon Robert Morrison, by the way, was born in Winterset, Iowa, and he died in 1979. So rest in peace, John Wayne. And that was everyone's favorite segment, This Week in Film History. Now for Riddle Me This. I know you guys have been 
praying for this week's riddle. So here it is. What goes up but never comes down? What goes up but never comes down? And that answer will be on the top of next week's episode. What is your favorite Tim Burton movie? Do you love them all? Do you hate them all? (laughs) Uh, Let me know. I think my favorite one, hmm, there's too many good ones to choose from, but I did really, really like Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Peculiar Children, and I did like Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass and all that. I thought they were really, really cool. So, subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already and do all the things like and leave a review so if you leave me a review especially on apple podcasts it really helps and it lets other people find this podcast and if you want more episodes check us out on apple podcasts Sprout, spotify or wherever you get your shows you can contact us on instagram at da chronicles pod all together and email us at dutch angle chronicles at gmail.com i hope you guys have a great rest of your day week month and year and i hope you tune into next week's episode this has been the dutch angle chronicles podcast and i have been your host samantha de la heron and i will see you guys on the next one bye <laughs>